We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. My show goes from now until 2 o'clock, and we've got a lot to do. Ray, do you think that we should take phone calls from White Sox fans today? Oh, it's going to be one of those days. All right. I so, just hit the button. Okay. The so lines are open, Lawrence. Ray has, has hit the button, and then maybe we'll end up hitting another button later. 312-644-6767 is the number. Ray, let's go. Lawrence Holmes, noon to two on Sports Radio 670 The Score. score, 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 score. And 670thescore.com. In Odyssey Station. Previously on the Lawrence Holmes Show. We are at Memorial Day, and we're looking at a team right now that is five games back of Minnesota. The White Sox are in Toronto. The good thing for the White Sox is that while their June schedule is rough, the Twins' schedule in June is also rough after they're done with Detroit. I was texting with Campy and Tony and Herb. On Saturday, we were talking about it because Tony was trying to figure out, like, why are they so bad? And there's a lot of reasons why the White Sox are where they're at at this point. My concern, this is our concern, dude. My concern is that we're going to look up on June 10th and the White Sox are going to be 10 games out of first place. Just because of the difficulty level of what their schedule is for the month of June. And because of the way that this team plays and because their best player is not available to them for at least 10 games. And I see people in the Twitch stream going, oh, well, thank God is only the 10 day IL. He might end up having to stay on that, though. It's not like he's going to be fine. We know for a fact that he's going to be fine in 10 days. We'll see. The way that the injury luck has gone for the White Sox this year, I wouldn't bet on it. Make me a bicycle clown. Yeah, we're going to make a lot of bicycles today. This hour is being brought to you by CarX Tire and Auto. Online at CarX.com. Base drop! Welcome in. My name is Lawrence Holmes, and I'm here with you until 2 o'clock. On today's show... We actually do have a bunch of great guests on today's show, but not until the 1 o'clock hour. Our guy, Russ Dorsey, is going to join me. We'll talk baseball with him and ask why he was flexing on television last week. And we will talk with Amina Smith, my former colleague over at Stadium. She now works for NBC Sports Boston. We'll get a preview of the NBA Finals. But before that... 
we have to talk about your Chicago White Sox. The phone number is 312-644-6767. Ray has said that we can take calls and texts and people with comments on Twitch. Twitch.tv slash Chicago670, the score. If you are on Twitch, I am wearing my sax machine cap today. The Josh and Jim gave me. I actually really love this cap, and I don't wear it enough. It's got the pinwheel on it. It's pretty dope. I am actually, like, I I talk with a couple people. I'm trying to design a White Sox cap. I think it actually turned out really well because I, I came up with a concept, and I had people who were actually good at design, like, design it. We'll see. We'll see. Maybe they'll maybe they'll make it one of those giveaway caps next year. That would be kind of dope, I think. What's not dope is is what happened last night in Canada. And we are going to talk about it. You can text us at the same number, 312-644-6767. If you didn't see the game, the White Sox lost the game. That's not surprising these days. They've been a team that struggled to get two games above 500, and now they find themselves one game under 500 and they've been a 500 team since the all-star break of last year yada 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 they lose the game there's a couple things that I do want to point out before we spend a, a a nice chunk of time on one of the plays that people are talking about look there's a lot of pressure on this particular rotation I want to be very clear in that I am more than pleased with what I've seen with this rotation this year, considering the injuries that they've had and the fact that Dallas Keuchel was a part of it for two months. Lucas has got to give me a better effort than that yesterday. When you are finally in a place where, one, your team gives you the lead early on, When you're finally in a place where your team is scoring runs, you cannot have an outing where you get tattooed. And that's what happened last night. Four and two-thirds innings, eight hits, six earned runs. Two walks, two home runs. And I know there is a lot of pressure to put on the backs of Giolito and Cease and Kopech, and Kopech will go tonight. But the best players have to be a part of the change. When you look up and down the White Sox lineup, we're going to be mad at a lot of players, and we should be. But considering injuries and the way that this roster is constructed, there's a lot of people that are playing that shouldn't be playing. And that's not their fault. So holding them to a standard that they probably can't reach seems unfair, even though you're right in your criticism. But when we're talking about high-level all-star caliber players, that was a that was the opportunity where the White Sox needed an all-star moment from Lucas Giolito, and they didn't get one last night. And as much as I love him and I adore him, we have to call that out when we see it. 312-644-6767 is the number. I, I'm scared, Ray. I'm scared to take calls before we get to the first break. But we're going to do it. Tony's on the south side. Hey, Tony, you're on the score. Hey, Boogie, what's going on? How are you, Tony? I'm good, bro. Now, look, let me say this first. You my boy. You my boy. Uh-oh. But Something I'm bad's getting ready fan. to happen. 
you my, you I'm a Cubs fan and I'm loving every moment of this. I'm loving every moment. The Sox season is like getting a, a old refurbished red wagon for Christmas. As soon as January and February come around, the, the paint starts chipping, a wheel or two will fall off, the handle starts breaking itself, and you got what you got right now. And there's a lot of expectations on the south side right now, and it's just, just like they always say, base, this is baseball. And you just really don't know how this season is going to come about. But my be being a true Cubs fan, I'm loving every moment of this right now. I'm taking it all in. A lot of hateration in this dancery from Tony. The part where Tony and I agree is, one, I'm great. And two, the other part is he's right about the idea of what you think a season is going to be. No one over at 35th and Shields would admit this, and if I called them on it, they'd say I was out of line for it. But you know what? I'm going to say it. Their level of expectation this year may have been, how can I say this delicately? There's a level of entitlement that the White Sox have had organizationally for the last two years that has made them less appealing. And where that comes out is you see stuff fall through the cracks. And every time someone goes, hey, guys, stuff is falling through the cracks over here. They're like, don't look over there at the stuff falling through the cracks. You don't have to worry about that because we got this metaphor is really messed up, messed up. We got a cement mixer out back and it's going to start working in a couple of months and all those cracks are going to be filled and you're going to love the way that it looks. And then we're like, no, well, I, okay. So you got that crack over there, but there's another one over there. Nah, I don't worry about that either. But what about the one in the roof? Nah, totally fine. Are you sure you got the right contractor for this? How dare you ask us about our contractor? Our contractor is world-renowned. Is it possible that, that, that maybe the contractor isn't up for the job? How dare you? Last night was rough. There was some good. And I I will share some of the good. But there was enough bad that you just were like, come on, man. We'll keep talking with White Sox. Oh, actually, we haven't talked with a White Sox fan yet. We've only talked with Tony, the Cubs fan, who's enjoying schadenfreude. We could retort. We could be petty. And we could talk about the Cubs and where the Cubs are at. We could be petty LaBelle and do that. We could be Peppermint Petty and do all of those things, but we're not going to do it. We're going to stay laser focused. We're going to stay focused on our team and what our team's doing wrong. There'll be time for Tony and his Cubs fans, friends, but not today. Today, we're going to talk about the White Sox. 
312-644-6767. Back after this on The Score. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Lawrence Holmes, noon to 2 on Sports Radio 670 The Score in Odyssey Station. It's time for the White Sox Minute. Tim crushes this ball. He throws the bat. The ball goes flying. It is gone. We're going to be Sox out regardless. South slider. Hi, Mom! Go Sox, baby. The White Sox Minute on the Lawrence Holmes Show. The Sox open a three-game series against the Blue Jays and a tremendous pitching matchup today with the roof open. Lucas Giolito on the hill in his last couple of starts. He's been fantastic. Kevin Gosman certainly a Cy Young candidate for these Toronto Blue Jays. Andrew Vaughn crushes this ball to left field. Guriel back at the track. He turns around. It's gone. That is a good start. It is one to nothing. One of the two catchers on the roster DHing, and that ball is hit high in the air to left field. Vaughn is back at the track and the wall, and Andrew thought he was going to have a play. He did not. The Blue Jays have taken a two to one lead on a moonshot from Kirk. Left side and through. It was on the ground and smoked to tie the ball game. Danny Mendick makes it two all, and he is into second base. Through the right side, base hit for Vaughn. Mendick around third. Andrew Vaughn is three for three in the two spot, and the Sox have taken the lead three to two. Clock to left center field. Angle lays out, and he can't make the catch. Adam gave it absolutely everything, but he could not finish the deal. And the Blue Jays have retaken the lead at 4-3. High in the air, left center field. Angle is back. Going to have no play. It's a second home run for Kirk. And the Blue Jays have made it 6-3. Reese to right center field, and this is down in the alleyway. Gavin had to hold up for a moment. He's on his way home. There'll be no throw. And Reese McGuire has his second double. It's six to four, and the Sox are not nearly done here in the sixth. On the ground, left-hand side. Chapman at third goes to second to get an out. That's all they have. The Sox get another run, and it's six to five with one down in the sixth. Yaz in the air to left field. Guriel back, short of the warning track, he makes the catch. That'll be deep enough not only to get the run home, but for a play at second, and Mendick is out at second base. The run did not cross in time. 
and the Sox are still down six to five, and the Blue Jays hang on. Capital H, hang on, six to five. Highlights courtesy of NBC Sports Chicago. Jason Benetti and Steve Stone on the call. The White Sox lose 6-5 up in Toronto. I'm Lawrence Holmes here with you until 2 o'clock. We are taking phone calls from White Sox fans, which is something I imagine we're going to be doing for a big portion of the summer. My hope is that eventually these phone calls that we'll take from White Sox fans are like, yeah, they turned it around. We were all wrong. This team isn't stuck in the mud. When, when will we see that? I'm not sure it'll be this week or next week because it's Toronto, then it's at Tampa, then it's home against the Dodgers. Like I said on yesterday's show, very possible they could be 10 games out by June 10th. And I know I was admonished for looking at the scoreboard yesterday during transition, but... I'm concerned. And I've been concerned. I was concerned this offseason. I was like, did you really do enough to make your team as unbeatable as possible? Did you take all of the right steps in that regard? And the answer that I, the conclusion that I had come to was no. And then they were like, but we're going to get healthy at some point. It's asking a lot. What I would love, what I do think is in their control is to be better. I think it's in their control to be more buttoned up. To not lose games partially because, not totally because, of not being buttoned up yesterday. There were other factors that went into it. But you you saw the game and you heard the highlight, and Ray shortened it so that we could fit it into our production piece. But here's an opportunity for the White Sox when they are rallying and them not having great baseball IQ as a collective yesterday ends up costing them a run and maybe costing them the game. Yes, in the air to left field. Guriel back, short of the warning track, he makes the catch. That'll be deep enough not only to get the run home, but for a play at second, and Mendick is out at second base. The run did not cross in time. On the timing play, the run did not get home in time, and the Sox are still down 6-5, to five, as now we'll look at it again and see if that was the right call. I think it it's going to be the right call. Reese, Reese unfortunately stopped running, and Danny made a mistake there to go. Got to make sure of the guy getting home. Not the best read by Danny. I know he's probably kicking himself right now. And Reese McGuire was watching the ball instead of just coming home. Yes, can't believe it. Whoa. Gordon Beckham on the call, not Steve Stone. Stoney had this off, and he said that he had had this scheduled off and that he is vaccinated. So if you were wondering... That's what he said. There's some people at fault, and I know that we have to divvy up the blame if if you want. If you're Reese McGuire, you're going, oh, I'm going to score easily because of where the ball was hit. You know, I can take my time. 
And when he did see that Danny Mendick was foolishly going to second base, he did try to give you the, what, what would Doug say, the the green apple quick steps? He was trying to give you the green apple quick steps there at the end. Where are your coaches in that situation? Because Toronto was heads up, and they were like, hey, we've got a Hey, what's he doing? I'm going to throw that guy out. And they were able to communicate to each other in that moment, let's go get this out at second base because I, I can't get the out at home. The White Sox have been one of the worst teams in baseball at getting people thrown out on the bases. They've been the worst at getting guys thrown out at home. It is part of their collective... Um, identity. They do want to be aggressive. I don't fault them for that. I don't fault them for wanting to be aggressive, but I do think that it shows you some of the desperation that they have as a team. They're aggressive because their team doesn't hit the ball over the wall as much as other teams do. And if you're going to do that, cool. They've been good with the stolen bases, which to me, it's great that you're stealing bases, but it also says to me, your team doesn't score runs, so you've got to try and manufacture runs. To me, it's time and place. It's not, it's not wrong on its face. It's probably right on its face. But in a moment like that, you have a player completely lose his mind. And my question is, yes, we should blame Danny Mendick. And my my other thing is, what are your first base and third base coaches doing? Who told him to go? And why didn't anyone tell him to stop? Because all he has to do in that situation, if he thinks, if he thinks it's going to be close enough that he has to slide into second base. He's got two other options that will get the job done. One, he can go back to first base. Two, he can stop. He can just stop. He can stop halfway in between first and second and then have them chase him And then the run scores. This is. I hate to do this because it's not fair to do this to. But this is little league stuff. This is high school baseball stuff. This is beer league softball stuff. I'm going to be a decoy. To get that run home. Because I stupidly left first base thinking that Toronto wouldn't throw to second. Where's your first base coach to go stop or back? Where's your third base coach who's, who's already sent the guy home to say, what are you doing? And why do your players do this in games? It has been a season filled with White Sox players doing stuff that is outside of that really 
takes away from our own sensibilities as baseball fans. I know that Danny, in retrospect, knows that this wasn't the right move. I know that Tony LaRussa said what I said. He said the same thing I said. You can stop. You don't have to run through the base. How is it that your players don't know this? And why does stuff like this keep happening? Let me take another phone call. This is Mike. Mike from Northbrook. Hey, yeah. Mike, you're on the score. Yeah, how you doing? First, I wanted to compliment you on the job that that, that you did on NBC Chicago when you were filling in. I thought you were great. Thank you. you I were, thought I was great, uh, looking, too. Looking forward to seeing you again. Boy, you just hit it right on the nose. But here's the thing. Not everybody is, 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 is a Richie Allen, Dick Allen, who was one of the most instinctually smart base runners that maybe ever played the game. A lot of these guys are not. Now, Mendick had a good night last night offensively. That's why it was really a shame. It was on the coaches. There's no question about that. It's supposed to be yelling their rear ends off at this guy. I mean, because he instinctually he didn't think to look up to see what the left fielder was doing in this and that, or he would have taken a step back. And I think that you hit it on the nose. It's the coaches. But i got to tell you something else. I'm very frustrated with this team as well. But I heard D-Roll on MLB this morning. I was watching him too. Yeah. He, he hit it right in the nose. How could you expect this team to win with this with this rash of injuries? And these guys will come back. I mean, we just – we just have to remember that there's 115 games left, and there's only they've only played 47. We got to remember '83 when they were 16 and 24 after 40 games and won 99 games and won the thing by 20. I got to remember where Atlanta was last year at this time. In other words, it's very frustrating. And and but these injuries, these guys are coming back, aren't they? I mean, it's like well, got to remember that. Well, they're yes. going to be back long, long before the 4th of July. And the 4th of July, there's still a hell of a lot of season left, right? Yes. And I think that you yeah. are taking a – and I appreciate you taking a very positive view of this. I think we need to be careful with it. Like the idea of, oh, well, Tim Anderson will be back in three weeks. No, that's that's the super optimistic version of this, that he's back in three. My hope is that he's back in three. He's traveling with the team. He's on the bike. It could also be six. He's your best player, and him missing for any amount of time is going to do damage to your team. And at some point, you're not able to overcome that. At some point, you're not able to overcome the fact that you had to start Dallas Keuchel games this year. Or that you're counting on Lance Lynn coming back and Lance Lynn being dominant. That you're counting on, well, Grandal can't be this awful forever. You're counting on a lot of things that have to line up for them to go on a run like Atlanta did last year or the Nationals did a couple years ago. Or if you all want to go all the way back to 83, fine. But there's something that's wrong with this team overall. And seeing them not play heads-up baseball, if, if it were just a matter of they're getting beat, they don't have their best players, I'd be, I'd be more willing to accept that. They're getting beat playing dumb baseball, and that should be unacceptable to everybody. Back after this on The Score. Lawrence Holmes, noon to two on Sports Radio 670 The Score and 670thescore.com in Odyssey Station.
bunch of hits. You know, missed a couple of opportunities, but um, I mean, it was, the effort was there. It's, it's really good. And the four inning, you know, he strikes out the first gun. He's got loose on the right field. Yeah, I'm a great ball. I mean, it's a, it's a hell of an effort to be a beat. The White Sox did get beat last night. There was some good, and that good was Andrew Vaughn was terrific last night. Four for five, home run, two RBIs, great at bat against Galsman. He's an 848 OPS player right now. And the Sox hit yesterday. They had 13 hits in the game, so that's good. Kopech versus Ryu tonight in Toronto. Coming up at 1 o'clock. Russ Dorsey is going to join me, and I feel like I have Russ Dorsey trying to explain the White Sox to me every week. I feel bad about that. He's also going to have to explain why he was flexing on television last week. Let's go. I can't see the caller's name here. Is it Mario? Oh, it's Mario in Hyde Park. What's up, sir? Good afternoon, my friend. How are you? I'm doing really well. What's on your mind? Really quick. It popped into my head yesterday, and it kind of made me think about something do i don't think that this is going to happen but i think that tony larusa thinks that he has the 2006 cardinals in that clubhouse i think that he thinks he can middle his way through this schedule get 85 wins maybe get to the playoffs and then quote unquote the magic will happen i don't think that's going to happen I'm just saying, I think that he thinks in that clubhouse he has the 2006 Cardinals. Mario, I I think that it's not just him. I, I think that it, organizationally, they think that when they get their full roster back, that they're a World Series contender, and they should. But my issue is, is all of this stuff is cumulative. You, exactly. You keep thinking that, that certain players are going to return to form, you keep thinking that, well, now that we've gone through the injury bug, well, we won't have to go through it again. And and I'm here to tell you that that's not the way that it works. When when I brought up the concept of the White Sox being entitled, and, and yes, I'm using it as a pejorative, they, feel, they felt like coming into this that they didn't have to do anything else to their roster, that they could get by by adding – a replacement level, and I'm using air quotes for those of you who can't see me on Twitch, a replacement level player at second base. They went out and got A.J. Pollock, and I I admittedly liked the deal because you weren't able to unlock Kimbrell or use him in the way that he felt more comfortable. And that, to me, that's a, to me, the, the failing of Kimbrell is all about managerial and coaching staff. While I am livid at the way that this team was constructed, I give Rick credit for making that trade. And I've said it before and I'll say it again. I can't imagine a scenario where Rick didn't talk this over with Tony and go, can you make this work? This is a guy that primarily throws out of the ninth inning. We got this other guy that we gave a lot of money to. He's our ninth inning guy, but he can do eighth inning stuff. And Tony told him, yeah, I can't imagine. Where we are with the White Sox right now, that Rick was like, you're going to take Craig Kimbrell and you're, you're going to make it work. No. 
So to me, that's a failing on them. And then you have to chase that failing by going out and getting a player that is a pretty good player when healthy and has struggled, even this season, to stay healthy. And there's some of the stuff that's hard to quantify. It's It doesn't make sense that Yasmani Grandal is this bad. I'm going to talk with Russ Dorsey about all of that stuff and, and maybe a little bit of Cubs joy before we get out of here. That's next here on The Score. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Hey, 